This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. And be sure to check out Monday Morning with Mo every Monday morning on Facebook Live with free answers to your legal questions. Injured in a car accident or dealing with personal injury, Mo can also help you with a workers' compensation case if you're injured on the job. I don't live in Florida, but Mo would be my go-to if I did. And the best part is they take all accident cases on a contingency fee basis. This means that they will take on your case, put up all necessary funds to build your case as strongly as possible, and they only get paid if they're successful in obtaining a settlement for you. There's no fee or obligation to ask about your cases, so contact Mo today. And make sure to follow Mo DeWitt just for his incredible promotional work. He's, he's a man after my own heart. So many pop culture and film references. I've done art for Mo where he's portrayed as Indiana Jones, Charlie Brown, Frosty the Snowman, Zach Morris, Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of that. That's a, uh, that's a legal question. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo.com. Welcome back to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. We are talking about the Big Lebowski, and we're talking about my childhood trauma. Uh, <laughs> the dude is brought into a huge studio, much like puzzle, I was. A lot of puzzle pieces like fit right into place after I know. that story. So yeah, I, now I, it all yeah. makes sense. Right? <laughs> um, the dude is startled by the sudden appearance of Maud, as I was startled by the naked yes. uh, East Village uh, theater performers. <laughs> Um, and the random British accent, right? Yes, yes. yes. Is it like, yeah. well, that threw me for dad a loop. doesn't have one. We're not really sure who right. your mom was at the time. Yeah. yeah. But you went along with it, right? You're like, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. It's all yeah. makes sense. She's, yeah, that she's makes sense. rich and she yeah. talks yeah. with a British accent. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, I didn't run into that at all. Like, why does she have a British? I was all in on it. Yeah. I think it's because she, you know, I was so shocked by the nudity that like nothing else mattered for Of herself. course, yeah you know four but it's or five. art but it's art it is it is um she's a professional artist her work is commended and it's also considered to be strongly vaginal show <laughs> and yes. it's perfect this next clip is gonna give you a little bit of insight into this scene it's amazing does the female form make you uncomfortable mr lebowski uh, is that what this is a picture of? In a sense, yes. My art has been commended as being strongly vaginal, which bothers some men. The word itself makes some men uncomfortable. Vagina. Vagina. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yes, they don't like hearing it and find it difficult to say, whereas without batting an eye, a man will refer to his dick or his rod or his Johnson. Johnson. Johnson? 100%. 100%. Let's get down to cases. My father told me he agreed to let you have the rod, but as it was a gift from me to my late mother, it was not his to give. Now, your face. As for this kidnapping... Huh? Yes, I know all about it, and I know that you acted as courier. Let me tell you something. The whole thing stinks to high heaven. Yeah. Right, but, but let me explain something about the rug. Do you like sex, Mr. Lebowski? Excuse me? Sex, the physical act of love, coitus. Do you like it? I was talking about my rug. You're not interested in sex? <laughs> you mean coitus? I like it too. It's a male myth about feminists that we hate sex. It can be a natural, zesty enterprise. However, there are some people, it is called ceteriasis in men, nymphomania in women, who engage in it compulsively and without joy. 
Oh no. Oh. <laughs> These unfortunate souls cannot love in the true sense of the word. Our mutual acquaintance, Bunny, is one of these. Listen, Maud, um, I'm sorry if your stepmother is a nympho, but uh, you know, I don't see what this has to do with, uh, you have any Kahlua? Take a look at this, sir. <laughs> do you have oh, any no. Kahlua? <laughs> Joe, yeah, the oh no fucking that's wrecked like, me. That's right my favorite now. line, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, the, again, fucking strong performances across the board, man. And but you also you also skipped uh, when they first met Maude with the other dude that was her assistant. That's mm. so sassy. <laughs> oh. He started heckling the dude from the moment he walked in. It was trash. It was like, love this. It's yeah. it's the artist <laughs> female with the gay dude that wants to be snarky as shit. Mm-hmm. That's David Thewlis. Is it? Is it? Yes, oh, that's David Thewlis, her her assistant guy. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know who that is. That's but... a very early role for him. Well, yeah, he... you, watch, you watch Harry what Potter. What else is he in? Harry Potter. Yeah. He was the he's the werewolf in Harry Potter. Oh he's yeah. Oh god. Okay. Uh... Werewolf in Harry Potter. Lupus. Yeah, he was a. Yeah, he was a no, Lupin. listen. I Lupin. only watched Lupin. that out of an obligation. I didn't even like the Harry Potter shit. <laughs> right, so I don't know who that's that is. Fine, that's fine. I'll look. Where it else up would I would know? know? Where else would I know him? Other I than will Harry look Potter. it up right now because this was very early okay. in his career. So okay. keep talking, and I'll let you know. Yeah, absolutely, right. man. So, um, again, just another great scene. It's also at this point that you may or may not realize that Jeff Daniels is in every scene of this movie. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. no scene that this man is not in. I mean, he's El Dudorino. He's El Dudorino. He's the dude even, for gravity. Now I looked at the trivia. There's even later on the scene where um, the Germans are eating in the diner and ordering pancakes. Yep. He's in that shot, but he's in the van in the background in the window. So technically, he's still in every scene, which is fucking crazy. Yes, right. Uh, so. She also tells Maude also tells the dude that also, she knows like, a, it was that weird thing of like, I don't even remember. Do you do you have uh, when this came out the year it came out? Sorry, uh, this was I can pull 90, it up if 98. Yeah, it was, in the 90s. it was in the 90s for sure. Oh, shit. Yeah. I thought it was earlier. I thought it was early no, 90s. OK, so 98. Yeah. But like even even Maude in that aspect was very feminist for mm-hmm. the time. Right. And totally. like. And I'm sure we'll get to it later of like my special lady friend and like she's just like I don't want to well who gives a fuck you've either watched it or you haven't correct uh so like she's like yeah I'm just trying to fucking uh have a baby like I don't want you to be a part of it like I'm just trying to have a baby like that is so like forward feminist thinking of like I don't need a man to fucking have a baby like I just need Mm -hmm. you to basically be like a sperm donor you know what I'm saying like oh it's so great it's like unheard of then I felt like especially and even now but like back then to like be like that I don't know yeah that wasn't that wasn't on front street like that like it is you know and even now like you said even now you know you wish it was yeah but how she was so bold about it like i actually don't want you to be involved yeah like i'd rather you not i'd (laughs) rather you not like i've done the math on you in this whole situation not even not even that it's not even like she did the math she was just like hey i just want to have a baby i don't want 
a man to be involved with it like yeah that was like unheard of you know and you got a fucking handmade sale you know what i'm saying like <laughs> it's just weird like i don't know sorry no that's a good point and uh yeah looking at it from that from that lens too i mean that mod character is um way fucking ahead of its time for night yes that's what i'm saying like i oh, felt yeah. like it was very ultra feminist for the time yeah i agree with you um she she apologizes for the injury to dude's face and you know gives him the name of this doctor she wants him to go see so yeah again that comes into play later in a, in a very a unexpected way and yeah. thorough <laughs> I always say that to trap and thorough. <laughs> um, dude's given a ride in a limo back to his apartment, where the driver is played by Dom Ayara. Yes, um, I love, I love that. One of my so stand-ups. Holy it's shit, so funny, he's such yeah. a funny dude. Yes, he's one um, of the originals. You see that there's a blue Volkswagen Beetle that's been tailing uh, Homeboy. Again, this is another one of those things that adds to the tenseness of the movie yeah but ends up not it just ends really up being fucking a fucking red hero no, nothing happens. Yeah, <laughs> I, exactly. I love i love like what it ends up being too is even better yeah yeah exactly and it's funny it, you're right the scene where you get to the bottom of that is just funny and just <laughs> you know it's just like these little moments of levity very seinfeld very nothing matters you right know? yeah um we have another clip and it's a fucking fantastic clip um and it has to do with a toe yeah, you, you gotta watch. You gotta watch this movie to understand. But yes. um, Joe, hit this next clip for me. I hear the cottonwoods whispering. That wasn't her toe, dude. <laughs> Whose toe was it, Walter? The fuck should I know? I do know that nothing about it indicates. Man, the nail up. polish, Walter. Fine, dude. As if it's impossible to get some nail polish, apply it to someone else's toe. Someone else. Where the fuck are they going to get... You want a toe? I can get you a toe. Believe me. There are ways, dude. You don't want to know about it. Believe me. Yeah, but Walter... Hell, I can get you a toe by 3 o'clock this afternoon with nail polish. Fucking amateurs. Walter. They sent us a toe. We're supposed to shit ourselves with fear. Jesus Christ. Walter. The point is... They're going to kill her, Walter, and then they're going to kill me. Dude. That's... That's just the stress talking, man. Now, so far... We have what appears to me to be a series of victimless crimes. What about the toe? Forget about the fucking toe. <laughs> Love series this of victimless scene crimes. so fucking much because Walter was going ratchet in a coffee yep. shop. <laughs> and the end of the scene is him like, I'm finishing my coffee. I'm finishing my like, coffee. Yep. That. Yep. A long, like, oh God, again, I could literally quote this entire movie. Like, no, I'm literally acting it out while you're playing this shit. I know. That's and stopping what I'm watching. myself oh, from great. saying it on the mic because, yeah, like, great. I know every line of this fucking movie. Like, it's yeah. so quotable. Now, I'm can you imagine anybody coffee. else, anybody sir, else playing? Sir, this is a family establishment. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm finishing my coffee. <laughs> Sam, can you, can you imagine anybody else playing the Walter role? No. No. Absolutely not. No. And it was, again, I cannot emphasize this enough. Of this was the same time that he was playing Dan right. Connor exactly. in Roseanne, and it's such vastly different characters that oh, yeah. attests to how good of a fucking actor he is. Like, yeah. 
Amazing. He's killer, man. That scene where he sat in the awkwardness of, you know, I'm going to stay here and finish this fucking coffee. (laughs) Like you could, it was palpable Mm -hmm. how fucking Mm -hmm. awkward it is. Everybody's staring at him. He's like, and he goes, I didn't watch my brothers. (laughs) He's down in the muck and he's like, God damn it, Walter, not everything's about Vietnam. (laughs) And that is his shit, right? And then I know we'll get to the other shit where he goes, I can't even with the Larry in the homework. We'll get to it. I'm sure. But... Oh, we got that clip queued yeah, yeah, up yeah. and ready to go. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God. That shit is funny. Um, so from... it was so believable, right? You're like, this is this guy. Like, oh yeah. Yep. He sold that character. Like John Goodman could have never been in anything before that. And after that. Right. And it would have been fucking legendary. It yes. was, it was a crazy performance. So good. Um, that's why I liked him in in like uh, Red State, like the Kevin Smith movie. Yes. yes. And um, even in that Cloverfield sequel where he yes. like lived yeah. in the bunker. Like that dude. 100%. Can- Cloverfield Lane, yeah. Yeah. So um, good. So, of course, earlier in the movie, you know, the car was stolen. You know, we're jumping from. Pl- we're th- this is the highlight reel of this movie. So bear with us. Um, but. It's a great, you know, when when the dude actually gets with the police and, you know, files the report and he also mentions that the rug was stolen and the cop is trying to, like, understand, like, uh, this happened. I wouldn't hold out for the credence. (laughs) Put that on a fucking T-shirt, man. That's the line. I wouldn't hold out for the credence. Mm. Um, Yeah. Fuck, I love some credence. Do you? You get some? You get down some credence. Oh, I love credence. I'm not really a Credence guy. They feel no, like I'm missing I'm out either. between you and this movie. Holy shit. Usually the only time I think Credence is when I'm watching some Vietnam-based movie. <laughs> yeah, they kind of got panned that way. But yeah. I think that's just because. It's like a typecast. Yeah. 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 But but if you listen to it without knowing shit about Vietnam, it's good It's good shit. But anyway, uh, we're. We got we to gotta get we're to. We're getting our, off the movie. Yeah. We'll get back on the road. We get to our next scene with the stranger with uh, our man. And, uh, you know, it's a cool scene because it's so fucking mysterious. I think that's where all those weird Reddit theories come from. It's just, yes. you know, the way he plays this character is is very strange. Um, but the stranger compliments a dude like on his style. He orders a fucking sarsaparilla like a real cowboy and shit. <laughs> and... Uh, he asked him, but you know, why do you got to use so many cuss words? Yeah. So, and, and to be fair, this movie had like fucking 265 F words in it. Like I think yeah. it broke a record. Yeah. Um, I think really? that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. A lot of fucks in this movie. I think okay. that's why people got so hung up on the God aspect of this character is because he's, you know, he sounds like somebody's grandma. I didn't know this was even a thing. It is. It is. Okay. I think it's probably bullshit. I think you and Doug are correct, and that the Coens just did what the Coens do, and yep. people, you know, I don't are think trying they to make, thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah, no. they're trying to make it into a a thing that it's not. Um, it's interesting to look at, but I, I wouldn't put too much weight into it. Um, mm-hmm. but he offers the dude one piece of advice before he leaves. He says, sometimes you eat the bar and sometimes the bar bar eats you. you. So profound cowboy shit. Mm -hmm. Um, 
He gets a phone call from the bar. It's Maud. She's a little pissed off that dude hasn't seen the doctor yet. That, you know, is very thorough. And she tells him just to meet her at her loft. So that's uh that's that's where we're at. We get to the clinic, we meet the doctor, he tells the dude to take his pants off. And he's mm-hmm. confused because he was hit in the face. Mm-hmm. Um you don't quite get the connection until later, but that comes into play. Um so dude's driving home, he's enjoying a joint, he's listening to credence, which again, I gotta get on the credence bus. Oh, that's my um my actual sun visor is so yeah, that yeah. scene where he's like hitting the thing and hitting the, he's hitting the uh ceiling of his car and he's hitting a joint before he tries to flick it and the windows up and it comes back and he thinks he's setting himself on fire that is my sun visor <laughs> it's him hitting a joint and him hitting the top of the and i put that up at baldwin park and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna get pulled over eventually <laughs> you're gonna come out and your car's gonna be fucking towed because some yeah yeah believe me i know um i paid way too much money for that sun visor because i was uh-huh. like I very specifically want this as my sun visor and it's so, worth yeah. it though that scene so. made me again laugh out loud Get up my, out of my mom cry laugh. My mom cry laughed at that. My mom doesn't cry laugh at a lot of shit, <laughs> and she cry laughed at that. And I'm like, okay, so this is funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's just the the way it's cut, the way he crashes the cut, like everything yes. about it. Just and fucking... hits the dumpster. Oh, <laughs> so good. Um, and again, the tension was that he's being followed by that blue beetle again. And after all of the confusion and the dumping the beer on his lap to put out the joint. Why are you uh, fucking with my lady friend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's just it seems like that. You know, it's like these little vignettes of fucking hilarity that make this movie so good. Um, mm-hmm. So. In all the confusion, he looks over at the seat next to him and he finds a piece of loose leaf paper and it's homework, graded homework. It's got a name on it that says Larry Sellers. Well, you have to, you haven't even set the shit up right. I know, right? I know. The car got stolen. It did. They finally got it back from the cops from the, uh, I was going to say the compound. What did he call it? The um, impound. 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 Impound, Yeah, they got four detectives on it. Yeah, they're like, I wouldn't taking hold off the credence, blah, blah, blah. Taking shifts, yes. And so he finally gets his car back, but it's like he can only get in from like the passenger side, like bullshit, whatever. But mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. his whole car got sold. You have to set that up of like why there's even paperwork in there. And we also have to mention <laughs> the briefcase with the million dollars yes. that was given to him the by ringer. the big Lebowski. Didn't even talk about the, the fucking ringer. I know. We skipped over some stuff. We skipped okay. it, but but again, five hours, right? Like, yeah, that's true, to, that's true, that's true, to. that's true, that's true, that's true. So the money's gone, but now he has a clue as to who took it, and apparently it's a kid named Larry Sellers. So we have a, a lead, which is good. Um, that night we we find ourselves at Marty's fucking dance quartet. God damn it, Cohen Brothers, you made me laugh. Just <laughs> just on the back of this shit existing, the way Homeboy is dancing in the little outfit kill me um walter did some research on this larry kid figured out where he lives oh uh, my god near the in and out burger near the in and out yeah uh he's also really excited because larry's father is a guy named arthur digby sellers 
famous screenwriter who wrote 156 episodes of the show branded in 1965 correct. yes fucking correct oh yeah. and i i love just real quickly i love as part of the conversation about it's near the in and out and the dude corrects him about the the, the street that the in and out's on and 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 walter's just like it's near the in and out yeah. right it's right, like totally right, right. unnecessary dialogue <laughs> but it makes the whole fucking scene you know and it's just it's amazing totally. yeah and even and, and even after what we're i'm sure you're about to describe but even afterwards even donnie bringing up are we still going to in and out? Like, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's, cut, a no, it's a nothing, but it's it's so fucking funny. Yeah. And, and the payoff funny, is when, they're, when they're, they're driving away, you get you see them yes, eating the burger. Yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And it's funny because it, when it, when the movie came out, I had no fucking idea what in and out burger was. Me either. <laughs> yeah. Me either. And I was yeah. like, it didn't exist. You know, I've yeah, I, yeah. I've yeah, only they, ever eaten it in and out in Vegas, so. Could have used White Castle. I would have understood. Yes, that, that I would have gotten. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't even known that at the time. <laughs> but regardless, regardless, um, we get. We're going to the house. talk about. Are you talking about the scene? Oh, we're talking about the scene. Okay. We we're go. talking about the scene. We get to the house and it's fucking hysterical right off the bat. He sees a Corvette parked outside, so he's you know his suspicions are like this kid's already spending the fucking money. Like we're too late. <laughs> I know. Um, when we get into the house, his father's in an iron lung, which is again visually like, what the fuck yeah, is happening? Right. Why? In this movie? But it's 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 perfect, yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna hit this next clip for you. This was specifically requested by Mrs. Samantha Har. This shit is too funny. Uh, this man is the police. Oh, no, ma'am, we didn't want to give the impression that we were police exactly. We're hoping it won't be necessary to call the police. But that's up to little Larry here. Isn't it, Larry? Is this your? Is this your homework, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? Look, man. Do it... please. Is this your homework, Larry? Just ask him about the car, man. Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? Sit in your car out front. Is this your homework, Larry? We know it's his fucking homework. Where's the fucking money, you little brat? Look, Larry, have you ever heard of Vietnam? Ah! You're entering a world of pain, son. We know that this is your homework. We know that you stole a car. And the fucking money. And the fucking money. And we know that this is your homework. You're going to cut your dick off, Larry. You're killing your father, Larry. <laughs> father, Larry. <laughs> All right. This is pointless. Okay, time for plan B. You might want to watch out that front window, Larry. Son, this is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass! <laughs> I almost wanted to let that scene go longer, like through the whole, this is what fuck a stranger ass like 15 oh, times. Oh, so good. But if you watch the edited version on TBS, it says, this is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> yeah, it does. Exactly. Oh, oh my god that scene fucking crushed me oh is this so, your homework larry larry is yeah. this your homework we're gonna cut your dick off larry <laughs> yeah and i love that the dude says it in a very yes. chill way exactly um so he he destroys that fucking corvette i mean uh -huh. he, he just Ooh. murders that car yeah um which turns is hilarious out, turns out wasn't larry <laughs> no not larry's car at all 
um, the real owner comes out of his house and he's very upset. He fucking rips the tire iron from Walter's arms and he shouts at him that he just bought the car last week. And then he smashes the dude's windshield. Yes. Oh, everything. Yeah. He wrecks the already wrecked car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the dude, man, he just, he loves Walter. He's his friend, but Walter brings nothing but drama into this mm. man's life. Mm. Constant Mm-mm-mm. drama. Mm-mm. And and you know you feel that you really fucking feel that I do. Um, they drive silently home. Dude is pissed. There's broken glass everywhere. But of course they are. Just, the shot is Walter and Donnie eating In and Out burgers, which is <laughs> yeah. it was a perfect yeah. chef's kiss way to end that fucking scene. Of course, um, yeah. Because they gonna, definitely hit the In and Out. <laughs> they hit it. Cool. Yeah. They're like, hey, we're all the way we're over near here. It. We're near it. We're so, gonna yeah. hit it. We're gonna hit it. The next scene might be one of my favorite scenes in the movie, but it's understated. It is the dude, you know, people have been breaking into this guy's fucking apartment the whole movie. It's so crazy. Right? So, so crazy. I know what you're about to say. I know what you're about to say. He's nailing this two by four into yes. the floor <laughs> so that he can, you know, jimmy like a chair under the doorknob to yeah, keep yeah, the door from opening. Yeah. Except the door opens the other fucking way. <laughs> I, 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 I laugh so fucking hard every time. Yeah. Every time I just laugh so long. Absolutely. It's again, it's the understated, stupid comedy, but it, yes. Yes. it's so good because it doesn't even have to be a statement. It's just like, oh, there it is. Like, you know Sam, what I mean? Like, he's working so hard to yes. do this. At this and point in the movie, I had to no pause thing. it. I had to yeah. pause it. As soon as the door opened, I had to pause it. <laughs> and say, hold hold on a second. <laughs> Watch it immediately again. I'm like, yo, this is fucking hilarious. Um, yes, the door opens. And uh, we see Treehorn's two thugs from the beginning of the movie that peed on mm. the rug and started this whole Obviously, adventure. Obviously, you're not a golfer. <laughs> Yes, um, they they tell the dude that Jackie Treehorn wants to meet with him, and he knows he's you know which one oh, he's dealing with. Oh, you a real New York on us. You went meet with him. <laughs> oh, that's because the New York professor teaches me so so many things. You know, rubs off a little bit. It teaches him. You know, um, Treehorn wants to meet with him. The dude is taken to a large mansion overlooking a beach. Oh, Eric. Mm-hmm. By the way, one of the thugs is uh the man in white from lost is he oh shit yeah oh, very shit. early in his career uh oh, pellegrino damn. is the actor's last name i can't remember his first name but yeah he's one of the the long-haired the blonde thug i never would have known that wow yeah, that's crazy man in white yep um and he's also uh uh in dexter he's dexter's girlfriend's ex-husband yeah yeah i do remember that there are those shows oh dexter's great you gotta get on Dexter. So was Lost. I gotta get oh, on. Lost is one of my favorite shows. Yes, right. Get right on Dexter. Oh. Derek hasn't forced <laughs> you guys to watch Lost yet. He's tried, and yeah. then I was like, "It's like forty seasons." It's a lot. It is. A, it is a big undertaking. I've watched it four times. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've watched it a lot also. Yeah. Okay. So we get to. But I'm, not, to I'm not the person to tell you what to watch because I know you're not going to watch it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Now there's just there's so much content, right? So I'm like oh, trying no, to catch up lot. on the shit I'm already watching. So it's like, it's, oh, I'm gonna watch a 20 year old show that's got lot. 40 there's, seasons. Like that's a, a lot. That's a lot. There's 120 episodes. It's a lot. Oh, so I, I understand where you're God coming damn. from. damn. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a that loss is a journey too because when you start, yes. 
you know, it's like the episode ends. You're like, oh my God, I got to watch the next one. I got to see what happens. This is a, such yeah. a cliffhanger. And you get a couple of seasons in and you're like, oh man, they really, they're phoning uh, it in, man. It's a struggle yeah. to get through. Yeah, see, then I, why even, why even? You know what I mean? Okay. So anyway, yeah. Sorry, Derek. I, know. So I probably won't do that. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> so we see this crazy, like, sort of orgy party going on. Oh, yeah. The- at, uh, at Treehorns. Yep. Yeah. The, the, um, the titty trampoline scene. Yeah. Yes. 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 The music is yeah. timed so perfectly, too. Yeah. One it of, is. this is one of Trav and I's favorite scenes is the specific, uh, montage of the show, or I'm sorry, the movie where, uh, the notepad. Of yes. when mm. he sees Jackie Treehorn <laughs> write something down yes. and then he goes, try and yep. see when he and it's just like yeah. let's see that and it's just like a dick and like yes. <laughs> we so, do that to each other all the time no, that's it's fantastic. a stupid inside joke where we're like <laughs> i i so i was watching a movie tonight and eric it's so said, stupid yeah, and right, funny. Dinner, dinner dinner's ready and I paused it just as he revealed the dick on that picture. So it's yeah. on the, in the living right room. There. It's on the big it's fucking just like, screen. It's just like legs and, yeah, and a big and cock. And, and it's like, dick. what? Yeah. And it just, it was there the and whole like, time we were eating dinner. He's thinking he's getting like important information. To yes. Like, yes. That's what exactly. Is this scene just, is a perfect sort of metaphor for this whole movie because yes. there, there was wow. so much like tension. And when he leaves the room, it turned into a spy movie. All of a sudden, it was and, like, yeah, because then he walks back in and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he wasn't doing shit. Oh yeah. god, it's so stupid. I love it. Oh, the, it's so stupid. I love it. The payoff for that that <laughs> tense moment just to be the the dick. It was yes. like this is <laughs> this is brilliant, man. This is love it. crazy. Um, this also leads us to this really insanely cool dream sequence, which kind of feels like the centerpiece of the movie where. You know, the dude gets drugged and, mm. you know, he he's sort of, I guess, imagining he's in this adult film with Maud called Gutterballs, which is a great title. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, there's like dancing and he's got the bowling ball. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yes. Condition, my, my condition, condition was in. I love that song. Yeah, it's good. I also like the flip when he's like going and he flips over. He's like, and, he gets and then he's like, and the cheesy ass <laughs> smile. Yeah, so stupid. It got little brats in his hair. Oh, so was, dumb. Love it. Yeah, it was. It was like brilliant and dumb all at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was really well done too. Um, you know, just just from the way it was filmed, and when you see the behind the scenes, I saw a little bit of them actually pulling Homeboy through these actors' legs. Like all of that really happened. Um, just crazy, just crazy. Um, so. He goes through the whole dream sequence. He wakes up, and um, we're at the point now where, uh, or I'm sorry, at the end of the dream sequence, we see the nihilists too. So it's yeah, sort of turns oh, into a oh yeah, I've and got, got the giant Johnson. scissors, scissors yeah. running. That was pretty. That was pretty intense. Um, he's running, he's running, and then we snap back to reality, and the cops pull up behind him. Love it, and. They are the, I guess, the Malibu PD. So at the Malibu Malibu police station, we get hey, this next. Hey, man, he treats objects like women, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Joe, hit this next clip, and we get um, 
we get two scenes back to back. We get the Malibu police scene and we get the next scene, which was fucking hilarious. Now, we got a nice, quiet little beach community here, and I aim to keep it nice and quiet. So let me make something play. I don't like you sucking around bothering our citizens, Lebowski. I don't like your jerk-off name. I don't like your jerk-off face. I don't like your jerk-off behavior. And I don't like you jerk-off. Do I make myself clear? I'm sorry I wasn't listening. <laughs> Ow! Fucking fascist! Ah! Stay out of Malibu, Lebowski! Ow! Stay out of Malibu, deadbeat! Keep your ugly fucking gold brickin' ass out of my beach community. <laughs> I want to sleep with you in the desert tonight. <laughs> the fucking eagles, man! Yeah. Jesus, man, could you change the channel? Fuck you, man. If you don't like my fucking music, get your own fucking cab. I had a really rough... I'll pull up to the side and kick your ass out. Man, come on. I had a rough night, and I hate the fucking Eagles, man. too you, it's too funny i love i love that this corrupt cop right it's like <laughs> talking shit to him and he's like i'm sorry i wasn't listening <laughs> and then he throws a mug at his fucking head and he goes you fucking fascists <laughs> sorry i will never not cry laugh at that scene I appreciate it. So I, I saw some trivia real quick that they want the Coen Brothers want to use a, a Rolling Stone song in in the in the movie, and they the I guess the guy who's in charge of the songs was asking ten grand for the for the movie, oh, for the song. Off. Well, yeah. until he heard that the line him saying I hate the fucking Eagles, and he gave it to them for free. <laughs> oh shit, that's, yeah, cool. that's cool. He's like, yep. He's like, all right, I dig that. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> The reason I, I pulled that clip back to back like that is because it didn't let up. I was no, laughing so, so hard from yes. the, the Malibu yes. cop and to go right into that cab scene where the cab gets the cabbie gets frustrated and angry so quickly and the way <laughs> yeah, he slams on him. And it's also like literally he can't get a break, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he already been fucked over at this yep. party. He's like, I just want to get home. And then he's like, come on, man, the eagle like. It just it was too <laughs> stupid and perfect. Too stupid and perfect. Yes, hundred percent. In that scene, it's important too because we also see a red convertible driving by, yep. and it's Bunny. Yeah, and she's singing along to Viva Las Vegas, and she's also got all of her toes. So we know that basically the dude and Walter were right the entire movie about what she did and how she did it. Mostly Walter. Mostly Walter, yeah. Walter this dude was, didn't you know, necessarily believe it. <laughs> yeah. He put it out there first, and he was like, "No, no, you know, we got you're gonna kill this poor girl." And Walter mm -hmm. was the one that was like, "You know, mm -hmm. um, dude gets back to his place. It's all wrecked." And this killed me again because I laughed so hard at him nailing that two by four in and, yep. and putting the 
the he fucking chair there. When he goes back to his apartment and trips on it, you didn't have to do that, Cohen. Oh, like, yes, you didn't did. have to. That was that was genius. Like my man is having a bad day, and that was just the mm. literal mm. nail in the coffin. Um, yeah, just oh, God, nice so good. Marmic. <laughs> You skipped over the whole marmic scene. Shit. I did. I did. We gotta that's keep why it it's f- not five hours. Yeah. That's yeah, why it's yeah, not four hours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like four and a half. You know what I mean? <laughs> you put that marmic in there, right back up to five. Um, We find out some things through Maud about the Big Lebowski. Not really the Big Lebowski that we thought he was. Man's not really rich. Um, it's He's just putting on appearances. He's a very vain person. And, you know, he's in charge of the charities, but he doesn't have the amount of money that, you know, he he was saying that he did. And, you know, we start to get the little pieces that fit together at the end here. Um, as we get those pieces, the dude gets those pieces and he calls Walter to pick him up. This is after he has sex with Maude and Maude has that sort of beautiful feminist moment where she's doing the... I think he asks if she's doing yoga. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and she wants to conceive a child, but she didn't really want anything to do with him. She just wants to have a kid. Why um, are you following my lady friend? Why are you following my lady friend? What is the cabbie call Maud? And he keeps correcting her like, it's my lady friend. My special lady. Special friend. lady. Yeah. Uh, so Walter doesn't want to come because it's Saturday. And, you know, we don't roll on Shabbos. Yeah, <laughs> unless it's an emergency. So, um, you know, dude assures him it's an emergency. And as he's telling him, like, everything that he's figured out, um, you know, kind of in this in this next clip, he lays it out there. I like that Walter still doesn't understand why it's an emergency. Like, he's still trying Correct. to wrap his head around. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I love that that dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, let's hear that, man. Sorry, I thought a push play. <laughs> I mean, we totally fucked it up, man. We fucked up his payoff. We got the kidnappers all pissed off at us. And Lebowski, you know, he yelled at me a lot, but he didn't do anything, huh? Sometimes it's a cathartic. Uh... No, no, I'm saying that if he knows I'm a fuck up, why does he leave me in charge of getting his wife back? Because he doesn't fucking want her back, man. He's had enough. He no longer digs her. It's all a show. Okay, but then. Why doesn't he give a shit about his million bucks? I, I mean, he knows we never handed off his briefcase, but he never asked for it back. The million bucks was never in the briefcase. The briefcase was fucking empty, man. The asshole was hoping that they would kill her. You threw out a ringer for a ringer. <laughs> okay, but how does all this add up to an emergency? Huh? I'm saying I stopped <laughs> getting at, dude. He kept the money. My point is... <clears throat> Here we are. It's Shabbos, Shabbos, the Sabbath, which I'm allowed to break only if it's a matter of life or death. Will you come off it, Walter? You're not even fucking Jewish, man. What the fuck are you, you talking know, about? Man. You're fucking Polish Catholic. What the fuck are you talking about? I converted when I married Cynthia. Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and, know this. Yeah, and five fucking years ago, no, you were divorced. Man. So what do you say? When you get divorced, you turn in your library card, you get a new Stop license. Stop being Jewish. Stop being Jewish. Yeah, this is the drama, man. <laughs> Fucking tell you. Man, you know, it's it's all a part of your sick Cynthia thing. 
man, taking care of her fucking dog, going to her fucking synagogue. You're living in the fucking past. 3,000 years of beautiful tradition for Moses to Sandy Koufax. You're goddamn right I'm living in the fucking past. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I love that. I love Walter so much. <laughs> Sandy Kovacs. <laughs> God damn, that's good. <sighs> so good. So, they get up to the mansion. They see Bunny's red convertible, which we just saw, but it's crashed into some shrubbery. Uh, Bunny's running around the grounds naked, while inside, Brand is attempting to pick up all of her clothes. He tells him that Bunny went to visit friends in Palm Springs without telling anyone, and she has returned. Uh, despite his protest, Walter and Dude walk past him into the study where Lebowski, the big Lebowski, sits. Uh, Dude wants an answer. He's he's accusing the big Lebowski of keeping the million dollars from himself, using him as a scapegoat to cover up for the missing money. But at the end of the day, his point is, you know, who, who are they going to believe, you or me? Like, you're this slacker pothead guy and and i'm in this You're position a Lebowski. Yeah. yes totally um walter's so incensed that that he accuses the big lebowski of faking his disability huh? and, and picks this Larry man up out of the wheelchair this and, fucker walks <laughs> and immediately just huh? walk. oh my god hilarious. it's so like it's so terrible but also hilarious Exactly. It is terrible and hilarious. He's like, oh, this fucker walks. And then he just grabs him and tosses him on the ground. Yes. This is like what I love about Always Sunny, which is why Always Sunny is my favorite show ever because this is the kind of fucking shit they would pull. Like, they double down on being wrong and, and, yeah. and like no. just go for the gusto and give no fucks. He said, I've never been sure of anything in my life. <laughs> this fucker walks. But the beautiful thing about Walter as a character is he doubles down on being wrong, but once yeah. he realizes he's wrong, yeah. he just kind of gives, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know that Walter's wrong about Chavez? Because it's from sundown Friday night to sundown Saturday night. So he could roll Saturday after sundown. He could do anything he wants Saturday after sundown. Gotcha. Okay. So, so he's yeah. not even, he doesn't even know. No, he doesn't much. even know that. <laughs> Um, after all of the craziness there, we end up back at the bowling alley, which is sort of like this, the nebulous of this movie, the bowling alley is, is the heart of it. Mm -hmm. Um, interesting scene in that Donnie misses a strike for the first time and his reaction to it is not necessarily anger or disappointment. It's like puzzlement. It's like, huh? Yeah. That's going for a perfect game. Yeah. You never saw this. this He missed it by one shot. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh. I, I guess it's forecasting things to come. It's a mm-hmm. bad omen for Donnie. Um, Walter's still talking about the fucking war. In, <laughs> <laughs> as he does the whole movie. Dude's Let's not really paying attention. Vietnam. <laughs> Dude's not in the conversation. He's not really listening. He's painting over his, his fingernails with clear uh, fingernail polish. The Jesus walks over. And he's bitching about the change in schedule because they change from Saturday to Wednesday to accommodate 
uh, uh, Walter's fuck you Saturday, but yeah. now I fuck you Sunday instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're they're sitting there just unfazed by the Jesus and his sexual assault threats, right? Um, the dude Walter and Donnie leave the alley and they head into the parking lot, but they're oh, they're faced. The nihilists. Yeah. And uh, were they standing in front of but the dude's car, which is on fire, to which the dude replies, they finally killed my car. (laughs) The whole movie, people have been fucking with this man's vehicle. By the way, um, my children and my wife are directly related to Peter Stormare. Really? Yeah. He's like a second cousin, third cousin to my wife. To who? The 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 head nihilist, the main nihilist. The really? Actor. Yeah, Peter Stormer. He's Swedish. Okay. So she's she's like he's like a second or third cousin to to horror, and then of course the kids are related, and I'm related by marriage. Yay! No shit. <laughs> yeah. That fun yeah. fact. Fire an email off. Get this guy on the. On the I show. know, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Tell yeah. me to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Directly in, in English and in Swedish, you tell me okay. to fuck off. <laughs> oh, Fair man. enough. Fair Damn. enough. Going hard. Holy smokes. The uh, the nihilists they're demanding the money, right? Or they're they're threatening to kill the girl. Give us With- the money, Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're not even the first ones to say that because the fucking uh, the the other thugs. Well, yes. the, the Pellegrini guy, the Pellegrino guy. He's he's so ma- the first one to say it. Yeah, so yeah. many moving parts in this in this plot. And that's um, the thing with the movie really quick. Well, no, nothing's really quick in this episode, but um, there's so many lines that are repeated by different characters, by the same characters, different times. I mean, because the, the overall, yeah. right, is like misidentity, right? Yes. So it's exactly. like somebody has the same name. And yep. like, yeah, but, but that is the thing. It's like it's such a uh, basic kind of uh overall storyline of yes. misidentity but it's the characters and the writing that makes it yes. such an iconic movie like down to yeah. the dialogue where it's, it's, it's not the, the story scene. of just right. a misidentity you know exactly yeah this movie could have been called the dude's very very bad day like, yes. <laughs> it also be called it's, dude where's my car that's true. Oh, yeah, no. you know what I yeah. thought about that when he said that. Where's yeah. my car? And I was like, ever. did they take that? <laughs> I, I, I think they took that title for that movie from this because they, he literally great, said I'm that li- that line in this movie. That's a great fucking movie. Oh, Look, Sam is not having this. I love that movie. It is the dumbest dumb fun ever made. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good movie. It's a stupid fucking movie. But it's like it's it's like what Biodome should have been. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, Sam is. Oh my God, Sam there is upset. Go. She's yeah. leaving. She's off. Joe's not listening because he didn't even react. <laughs> Look, I'm mute to the point that you guys don't How like quality. How dare you? How dare me? Don't, don't besmirch the name wait, wait. of my fucking let, movie, bro. Let, let, her, let the lady talk. No, it's fine. <laughs> He's like, wait, she about to talk. That's Good about Biodome? Yeah. Um, Biodome, cult classic. Love it. Uh, yes. How dare you? Yes. Okay. Fucking yeah. Vindicated. Car. Wow, there's two of you. Fucking amazing! <laughs> Such a great movie. Yeah, 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 there's two of you. There's more of us. Yeah, hey Sam, do you know that five people's Hollywood careers ended because of that movie? Yeah, ended because of that. You know that? Movie. You know that movie was based on actual facts. Correct. Oh, I know that. Yeah, Wait yeah. a minute, Joe. Did you and her get together before from a documentary on Netflix Listen called hey. Spaceship yes, Earth? I know that. I know that. And yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going, Eric. Surprise, motherfuckers. We're talking about my fucking movie right now. Um, 
the oh, that video with your fucking kids was like classic. That was best. Sam, I, I, I refused to speak to my children the entire day unless it was as Paulie Shore and they got so <laughs> was, fucking mad. He said After a video, like an hour, I was fucking dying. I was That's my hilarious. Was I was driving them around running errands. Do they even so know who Paulie Shore is? Hell no. no. Oh, okay, they okay. just think I'm being a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's okay. like, bro, why are you trying crazy. to waste the fucking juice, bro? If you're not going to fucking waste the juice to get out of the fucking juice machine, bro. <laughs> That's How old is your daughter? That's pretty That's good. How old is your daughter? She's 10. My oldest is 10. I, yeah. I've never heard a 10 year old get as frustrated as like an old man in my life. Yeah, she yeah. wanted to choke you out. Yeah. Okay. She wanted to fucking choke you out. It was she so did. great. Oh, it got worse than that. After the, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hour nice three, job. she was like, Jesus fucking. At Christ. least you weren't just being Stephen Baldwin the whole time. Yeah, oh, exactly. No. Nice job, bud. I, I, I enjoyed Oh, that. at least not in 2022. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. So yep. the nihilists, um, <laughs> yeah, they demand the money or they're going to kill the girl. But dude tells him he already knows that they don't have the girl in the fucking right. first place. Um, the nihilists, they don't, they, they, they say, hey, we don't care. We still want the money. Um, the dude we tries still to explain, want the money. <laughs> she cuts off her that that was the point of contention. It's like she cut off her fucking toe, thinking yeah, she was gonna get a million dollars. We gonna have to collect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they get to the point where they're like, "You just have to give us whatever money you have on you." <laughs> I know. Yeah. They start pulling out like fucking dollar bills, like counting through. Like, out of their not Walter though. Not, not oh, Walter. No. 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 Walter's not having it. Mm-hmm. Um. Donnie in the back asks if if the nihilists are gonna hurt them. Walter assures him that they're nihilists, so they're cowards. And uh, <laughs> Walter refuses to take his wallet out, so uh, Yuli pulls out a sword, which is fucking incredible. <laughs> Who brings a sword to a gunfight? Yuli, uh, nihilist. Does, man. Man, <laughs> nihilist yeah. Um. So Walter engages in a fight with them, throws his fucking bowling ball into Franz's stomach. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And just uh, he attacks Yuli, bites his fucking ear off, and yeah, spits it into the air. Yeah, that was gnarly as shit, right? Yeah, man. Like he he's been waiting for this. That was before this. Tyson. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. a pre-Tyson ear bite. Yep. God yeah. damn, that's probably where he got the idea. It, from. He might have learned it from that. I don't know. I saw something recently w- with uh, Tyson and Holyfield together in an ad, and they were selling edibles shaped mm-hmm. like ears <laughs> yeah scary. that was unfortunate yeah that's too far that's too far that's um walter attacks like i said uh yuli bites his ear off he unloads a heavy hit to his face and calls him an anti-semite um he also hits kiefer in the face with his radio bashes him in the back knocks him out he turns around he sees donnie on the ground clutching his God chest damn it yeah rough unexpected scene um you know he comforts him and he tells the dude that donnie's having a heart attack wasn't it the sweetest when he was such a dick the whole movie to donnie but he was the one that was there for him at the end and like cradling him yeah it was i know it was rough in a way that like slc tore me apart was rough yeah right oh bitch no that wrecked me that wrecked (laughs) me Yeah. yeah Yeah, that was bad. That was Have bad. you guys already done that movie? Not yet. No. We haven't. We should. Oh, shit. We should. 
But yeah, I mean, Walter's character down. comes full Hell circle yeah. in this. I mean, he, he Walter backs up the talk by just mm. destroying the nihilist, and then he he's there for Donnie. Like, it, oh yeah. my god, it, everything comes around in that moment in that scene, and it's really cool the way they did it. Totally, and yeah. he was he was waiting the whole movie to exist. Just beat some ass, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was yeah. great. Oh, sure, but he also loved Donnie, yeah. even though he was like he a did. dickhead to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh yeah. God. I kind of wish we'll get to it very shortly here, but you know, they have a sort of funeral for, for, you know, an unofficial funeral for Donnie. <laughs> and wait, uh, are you not, are you skipping over? Uh, can we put this in a folder oh no. scan? Oh no, I have that. I have that queued up and ready. Is to there go a rouse nearby? <laughs> <laughs> but I wish he would have said one final shut the fuck up, Donnie. As, as oh, I know. Right? Yeah, that would have been yeah. great. Um, Coen Brothers, hire me, and if you need some ideas, you don't. Um, <laughs> the, the dude and Walter, you the, don't. You don't. Uh, they go to the funeral parlor. You know, Donnie didn't make it. They, you know, and it was kind of classy too. It was an off-screen death, like they didn't show the that you usually right, see. Right, right. Um, so they're at the funeral parlor talking with the curator, Joe. If you want to hit this next clip for me, this is. In, in the sadness of what just happened, this brings you back to the laughter. What's this? Yeah, that's for the urn. Don't need it, we're scattering the ashes. Yes, so we were informed. However, we must, of course, transmit the remains to you in a receptacle. This is $180. It is our most modestly priced receptacle. Uh, well, well can oh, you just, $180? Uh, they range up to three thousand. Uh, we're uh. <clears throat> can't we just rent it from you? Yeah. So this is a mortuary, not a rental house. We're scattering the fucking ashes. <laughs> but just because we're bereaved doesn't make us sad. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we have, you know, something uh, else we can put them in? You know. That is our most modestly priced receptacle. God damn it! Is there a Ralphs around here? <laughs> Just because we're bereaved doesn't make us fucking saps. Is hilarious on its it own, is, right? It's like, so great. It's so uh, great. And it's relatable, too. He says the things you wish you could say in those situations. Right. Yep, yep. Oh, my right. God. Right. But, yeah, the way John Goodman fucking goes from zero to 60 like that absolutely kills me. Even listening back to it now, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Tears coming out of my eyes. Uh, so they do go to Ralph's and they re- <laughs> they resolve to uh, put Donnie's ashes in a Folgers coffee can. They they travel together to a windy cliffside overlooking the ocean where Walter gives a heartfelt speech about Donnie and also some seemingly unrelated references to Vietnam. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh-huh. He- <laughs> then he opens the can, shakes out the ashes, and the wind blows them back into Epic. the dude's face. Epic. Um, fucking, Epic yeah. They paid. Uh, I, I don't know if you did any of you ever watch the show, the Dennis Leary show, Rescue Me. No, mm. no, no, it's about New York firefighters and <laughs> stuff. Uh, they paid, they paid, they paid homage to that scene when one of their, one of their, you know, co workers. I feel like a lot of people ripped that scene off and, and his ashes blow back in their faces right off the cliff. You know, it was like, yeah, yeah, the best thing ever. Yep. The way he's just standing there, no reaction, just like yeah. you know. Yep. And and Walter didn't even know what happened. You yeah. know what I mean? And then he's yeah. like, "Oh, 
oh, oh shit, my bad, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just yep. stupid, dumb, funny. Yeah. But, you know, what was cool about that scene, you know, we talked about how funny it was. It shows sort of the depth of their relationship in that moment, too, because, you know, dude's fucking pissed off. He's like, you just gave this bullshit soliloquy about fucking Vietnam has nothing to do with goddamn anything. (laughs) You blew his ashes in my fucking face. And you see Walter legitimately trying to apologize. Like, he's really sorry, you know, and it feels like he's apologizing for the whole fucking movie. And when they embrace and, you know, dude kind of reluctantly hugs him back, like you see that, okay, I understand why they're friends, even though, you know, he creates so many problems for the dude. Um, you know, he still loves him and you could feel it in that scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, re- really good. And and of course it ends on fuck it, man. Let's go bowling. That's always the yeah. go-to. Um, right. We get back to the bowling alley. And for the last, for the final time, we see the stranger sitting at the bar. Dude orders some beers. They say hello. Stranger asks him how he's been doing. And, you know, he kind of says, you know, strikes and gutters, ups and downs. Um gets his beers and he goes to leave stranger tells him to take it easy and the dude turns to reply saying yeah well the dude abides Uh and we get this final clip which is the stranger basically ending the film yeah (laughs) I was waiting for you to keep going because normally we do something else there Okay. <laughs> Do you have the clip, Joe? Oh, I thought he was uh he was no, uh, no. gonna go to the ratings, but my no, man is a clip. Yeah, there's one last clip from the stranger. My man is so sunburned that you know it just yes. he is real sunburned. <laughs> well, normally you say Joe hit that clip. No, Two old sodas, Gary. Right. Good luck tomorrow. Yeah, thanks, man. Oh, sorry to hear about Donnie. Oh yeah. Well. Sometimes you eat the bar and sometimes, uh, well, hey, man. <laughs> How do you do, dude? I wonder if I see you again. Miss the semis. How's oh, things yeah. been going? Uh, you know, strikes and gutters, ups and downs. I'm sure I got you. Yeah. Thanks, Gary. Well, take care, man. Got to get back. Sure. Take it easy, dude. Oh, yeah. I know that you will. Yeah, well, the dude abides. The dude abides. I don't know about you, but I take comfort in that. It's good knowing he's out there. The dude taking her easy for all us sinners. Shush. I sure hope he makes the finals. Well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. Things seem to have worked out pretty good for the dude and Walter. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I didn't like seeing Donnie go. But then I happened to know that there's a little Lebowski on the way. Uh, I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations. 
westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good sarsaparilla? Ladies and gentlemen, that is The Big Lebowski. Yeah. Such a great movie. We did it. One of the best. One of the best. So now officially, there is one thing left to do with this movie. Are we going to do it now? I am a movie critic by trade. And until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral (laughs) two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. Uh. If the movie stinks, just don't go. You love me. You really love me. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Are you not entertained? Okay, so we rate our movies, and I didn't mean to push you too early to do this. I just, you know. On a scale of one to five, okay, decimal places in between. Sam, we're going to start with you. What is your rating for The Big Lebowski? The maximum I can absolutely give. 5.0? Are you going to take it even? Are you going to take it? Are you going to break the rating system? <laughs> break the rating. Make it a 5.5. Yeah. And why if I, Why is this beyond I mean, the perfect just, movie? Again, like we said, like it's just, it's the character it's the it's the writing that because it, it literally is just on the bare bones like a mistaken identity thing right yeah like that's the bare bones of it but yeah. that's not what makes it a great movie what makes it a great movie is like the characters the absurdity absurdity of the characters right the writing of it, it it's it's a nothing but it's so well written that it's hilarious and 10 out of 10? Oh! I'll take it, man. A 10 out of 5. That's fucking unprecedented. Uh, Joe, where do you land on The Big Lebowski? Alright, so um, I'm with you. This this movie is great for the, those exact reasons. Um, it's it's what I look for in a in a story. I I look for character development. And when I, when I say that, I mean like real character development. Like we're you see like an arc of someone, you see like a, um, a part of their life, you get kind of a little bit of a backstory, you kind of know who they are. The story isn't necessarily about the goings-ons, but it's about the people and why they're together. It's also found family. It's people that don't belong together but are together. And those kind of stories always resonate with me very, very well. Also, I love absurdity. Absurdity is like literally my favorite thing I look for. Um, we didn't do a what's new, but I was going to bring up something that's very absurd. I've been watching, and uh, and that would have like tied in perfectly if I had done that. But 
I just I love things that are absurd and ridiculous and make no sense, but they logically track, but they make no sense. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably gonna go like a four point eight on this movie. Yeah, wow. damn. I really Hi. like this movie a lot. Very nice, man. Almost a five. Yeah, I mean, I had to leave a little space because it's not idiocracy, but. <laughs> this guy. This guy. Offended. Uh, Doug, where do you Although, land? this is literally one of my favorite movies of all time, so, like, that's why I'm fucking rating it so high. Like of I said, course. I told no, Eric, fantastic. I was like, if I ever do another one, like, I have to do Big Lebowski because I literally could probably quote the entire movie like that's how much i love this fucking movie listen half the fun of this so, episode was watching you lip sync the lines <laughs> yes. that we were listening to it's yes. fucking amazing uh, um doug where nerd. do you where do you land on all right the Big so yeah i mean again it, it's come on it's, douglas oh yeah it's uh it's definitely a movie again that anytime it's on and i flip the channels and i see it it's the channel stops flip and the watch channels the no, well, you know, if it's on cable or whatever it is, cable. I watch it. <laughs> um, and again, I love the Coen Brothers, and this is probably my favorite Coen Brothers movie. Um, so I am gonna land it at a solid four point six. Damn. You guys are rough, rough critics. I well, want to know what your fives are. Well, I I've never had a five. Even my favorite oh, okay. movie of all time, I gave like a four point nine. I, I don't. Oh, yeah, okay. we're stingy. We're stingy with our. Oh with our yeah, scores. stingy. All right, all right. I give good scores. That's true. You do. Unless well, it's search and destroy. Yeah, that was all good yes. Which I got to bring um, up with you guys. I was re-listening to our ratings episode that came out. You guys gave that movie way higher of a score than it deserved. I don't even know what that is. It don't. You don't, don't want it. We're saving is. you right now. Don't watch it. Okay. You do not want to know, you don't want to know what it is. Just forget I even said anything. All right. Fair enough. All right. This movie, I fucking loved it. And I'm so happy that you picked it. Happy that I watched it. Um, it was kind of like seeing it for the first time because it's been so long since I've seen this fucking movie. Um, it's brilliant, man. And for a, I was a little nervous because I saw Coen Brothers. The last Coen Brothers movie we did was No Country for Old Men, which wow. was a really, yes. really great movie but it was stressful man like that movie Mm -hmm. was so tense and so like um you know had to be in the right kind of weird that they made those two movies and they're so opposite right like so tension and then so chill (laughs) of like the dude yeah the, the tension in this movie was immediately broken every time it was created which you know and it was funny it was really funny um I could stay on my knees sucking this movie's dick all night long. Yeah, really. Same. same. Don't worry. It. Because it's, it's I'll not just like tickle the balls the, while you do it. It's not like an over the top slapstick. No. no, no in no. your face, like jokey comedy. It's a very think comedy, right? Like, yeah. I don't totally. know. I, I fucking love it. Like, it's so understated. And I feel like you have to appreciate a certain type of comedy to like it because I actually had one of my other friends watch it and she was just like I don't get it yeah, I don't get I, why this is funny and I could and see I was that. like oh man like that that hurt my heart because I was like fuck I wish <laughs> you appreciated this but you know people people like different types of comedy you know yeah and I get just, I get that some people won't like this movie it's a very particular a type of comedy and I can think of some people in my life who probably wouldn't connect or even get this movie um yeah. it is it is mm-hmm. you know but 
fuck, I connected with it. I'm giving this movie a 4.8. Um, nice. That's a really high score for me. And I think, of course, because of Samantha's score, this has to be our highest rated oh, movie. Yeah, by a long shot. By a long right? shot. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. this takes the crown. So, um, yeah. Again, it was a fucking... If you haven't seen this movie yet, go into it with an open mind. Um, the comedy, like Sam said, is really smart. And you fucking love it. Goddamn. Um, I was the Big Lebowski for Halloween this year and well one of my costumes was the Big Lebowski and nobody knew who I was and I was mm, very disappointed. That's very sad. Yeah. Well, I, I know. Isn't that sad? It is sad. It is sad. <sighs> I was like nobody nobody was They're like oh just a girl in a sweater and pajama <laughs> pants. I'm like no. <laughs> <laughs> oh guys. Like, man you was- really underdressed for this uh this concert. <laughs> right. This was rated I know like, this bitch is comfortable. <laughs> Look, yeah. you were saying this is this was rated higher than our live show, let alone oh. every other movie. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. That had a perfect five, but this got a six point oh five. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, we just raised the bar, man. Love it. All right. Endgame was the end game's the, the first movie at a four point nine. So nice. Yep. All right. Well, goddamn, we got some people to thank. Oh God, my list. Mo so- mo mo. Thank you to Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law. If you are injured on the go, just call Mo. Yeah, legal questions, just call Mo. Uh, somebody breaks into your house and pisses on your rug, probably call Mo. Right? Like, that's a Mo call for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. if a naked lady swings at you and traumatizes your whole childhood and shit, I don't know if that qualifies, but you could call Mo and ask. You know what if I mean? If you're smoking a joint and then you run into a dumpster. Just call yeah. Mo. Just call Mo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but again, thank you to Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law. And uh, we also have some Patreons to thank. Yes, yes we, do. we do. We have people that actually give us money every month, and we might be slightly confused why, but we accept it and we love it. So we want to give them a shout out. Uh, so we will start off with our founding member, Miss Hannah Christ. Uh, I had a great time with you this weekend, Hannah. Thank you for coming by. <laughs> oh, that's my daughter, Sam. <laughs> I was like, oh. yes, yeah, that's my daughter. Uh, next is Peter Bianco. Then from the Tone Jerks and the Second Button Podcast, Mr. Brian Gower. Uh, next, the co-host that joins Will, that joins Joe and myself on the Just Surprise Me Podcast, uh, Mr. Will Lehu. Um Next, we have from the Like My Pedals Podcast, the Texas State Boggle. Champs podcast, the Texas Size 10 4 podcast, and the Meme King, uh, Mr. Tony DeGraw. Uh, we've got uh, fellow Tennessean to our co host, Will, Mr. Michael McVeigh. Uh, we've got Adam El Sayed. Welcome back, sir. Thank you so much. And we've also got uh, Mr. Michael Van Zant, another fine human. Last and definitely, la- definitely not least is Mr. Hugh G. Rection. Thank you, Mr. Erections. Thank you. And as always, remember. Visit patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate. (laughs) That's right. I like that. Child labor. Exactly. It's so great. Um, Samantha, do you have anything to plug? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Uh I don't know. I do uh well, I'm the producer uh for Tom and Dan. So you can yeah. listen to a mediocre time with Tom and Dan or a corporate time with Tom and Dan. Also, I have my own podcast with my husband called Semantics S A M A N T I C S. 
Um, we also have a Patreon if you want to look us up. Uh, we also have a Twitch, so if you want to subscribe to that, that'd be cool too. Excellent. It, the Twitch is fun, man. I like watching you guys play video games, especially because I don't really play video games, so I get to live vicariously. Nice. We haven't done it a bit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try and get back into that because we do have fun with it. But you guys man, messed me no, up with November's that. November's been real busy. So. You do a lot. You do a lot, man. It's only yeah. so much time. It's crazy. You know. You oh, guys messed me up with I that game with the stuffed animal in it. What oh, was that? It takes two. Oh, that was <laughs> that was some trauma bonding with everybody. If y'all are not familiar with it takes two. It was a rough go, but I mean, it was fun as shit, but like, man, I have, I can't even imagine like being an actual child trying to play that game. Like that would have fucking. No, 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 no. You know That's not saying? for kids. No way. Yeah. No like way. that shit was trauma. It was like the whole fucking scenario was like, there's this couple that has a kid and they're going through a divorce, but then there's also like this weirdo shit that's happening and they have to work together while they're also actively divorcing each other. Wow. It was traumatic because <laughs> you're like That's killing your child's best friend it's fine you know yeah. uh anyway you can go see that on twitch.tv slash semantics media <laughs> if you want <laughs> you know well listen thank you so so much <laughs> for being on another episode with us we shortened it up i think we yeah. came in at yeah, we did around right. two hours which is <laughs> a big improvement over yeah. last yeah. time Definitely. so uh it was great talking with you and Again, thanks for bringing this movie to the table because it's become one of my favorites in a very short amount of time. So, oh, I'm uh, glad. yeah, uh, there's there's only one thing left to do, Joe. Yes, there is. Lights, camera, fuck off. Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help. Uh, to help keep the lights on as they say, uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. In you fact, can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We, just, we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Damn. And if you, uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know, we'll send you some... Not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but not safe for anything right. picks. Yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, Patreon.com/slash MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool uh, swag coming your way, from stickers to T-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So come on, that's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M O T C U. And then enjoy this week's movie.